Welcome back to The Right Angle. It is our final podcast of 2021. And what better way to celebrate the end of the year than with the return of the one and only Cece. Take it away. <laughs> well, thanks. It's just great to be back. Uh, I have to admit I did have a good refreshing break in many ways, but uh, just missed uh, you two uh, guys especially. So it's just uh, warms my heart to be back. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> some skeptics out there. <laughs> I tried to stifle it. I couldn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> G-Man could. It's like one of having a lie detector. Have you ever had a lie detector test? Can't prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those those things aren't as big as they used to be, are they? they do they really use those anymore? Maybe. Uh, as far as I know, they do. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Speaking of lie detectors, Cece, can you divulge any of your whereabouts or your knowledge gained or anything interesting during your time away or not? Yeah, I can. Um, yeah, we actually went on a super secret mission to southwest Utah. Ooh. And we were hiking and uh, exploring the Red Rocks in uh, the area of St. George, Utah. And uh, we had some multiple guided hikes and uh, had some healthy food and uh, learned a little bit, but primarily put into practice what we knew and were just disciplined and were free of distractions. And uh, yeah, so uh, that was primarily it. Had a great time out there. We had we did have a week for Thanksgiving with uh, uh, one of our children in uh the St. Louis area. Nice. And then uh, we also did come back for the uh, world public premiere of a project that we've been working on. Then we went right back out. So it was a great time and met some very interesting people. Was that sleeping intense thing or at the end of the day, were you done and came back or how does that work? It was a two to two and a half hour hike uh, Monday through Saturday. And then we would come back and do another workout. And then we would, and in the morning before that, we would stretch. And then we would have go hike, come back, work out, um, lunch. And then sometimes we'd have a lecture. And then we'd do two more hours of workout. Wow. And then we'd either do a stretch or a pool class. And then we'd have dinner. And then we'd uh, usually go to bed by 830 at night. Man, that sounds awesome. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was a good challenge, and uh, we both uh, were very pleased with everything that took place. And you know, every place you go, you have some ideas. But uh, yeah, no, it was more of a. Uh, I wouldn't really call it a resort. I would just call it a a decent hotel, with pool and all the everything and equipment that goes with it. It was actually the location of a. Uh, famous or infamous uh tv show that was on at one time huh um, and there was actually one of the people there that had actually worked with some of that and it was interesting to hear some of the stories yeah but um yeah so it was uh it was really good it was it was great so you would definitely recommend it i would 100 percent recommend it i 
I mean, I've driven and flown over red rocks before and they're beautiful, but to be up close and personal and climbing on them at like 30 degree angles and uh, sometimes down on your hands and knees and uh, just all kinds of... Um, we didn't actually go to a Zion National Park, which is where a lot of people go and you can do the similar things, but um, there's just some extremely beautiful and, you know, the question of how they came about and, you know, just all the nooks and crannies and crevices and canyons and sometimes just random holes in the red rock sandstone. You know, they all say, oh, this happened, this happened, and it's, oh, this happened 50 million years ago, you know, and this happened 100 million years ago. And, you know, I'm just sitting here going, yeah, right. Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> I'm uh, confused. <laughs> carbon, carbon dating number 42, right. Or whatever that uh, is so precise and exact within plus or minus whatever it is, you know, hundred million years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's just interesting. And, you know, and they did on some of the things they literally told us two ways it could have happened because, um, Unless uh, the G-Man can give us some more insight, since you know he has quite a bit of knowledge in that area, then uh, I do, it's, and it's going to remain I, a mystery for me. <laughs> it was thirty-five million years ago, not a hundred million years ago. Okay, when that happened. Okay, okay. They're always way off on that stuff, and, and I thought you said you it was like a vacation thing. It sounds more like you were at boot camp. <laughs> Well, it was all self-imposed, so um, it, uh, you know, it was still a vacation because we weren't doing all the normal cooking and cleaning and everything else that you have to do to to uh, be an independent person in that regard. So uh, it was it was fantastic. Great. Hey, tell this this brings to mind, CC. Tell G Man about your adventure many years ago with your father when you went. Uh, rafting, I think, on the Colorado, and one night there was a particularly humor, humorous event, as I recall, that Ooh. revolved around sleeping. Oh man, you might have <laughs> a better be memory. Good. <laughs> you might have a better memory on that than I did. It was actually, I think, it was actually like the Greenhorn River in uh, Colorado or in Utah, I believe it. We didn't actually go down the Colorado okay. River. I think. We were like up on one of the forks that, and then it flowed into the Colorado, but Green Valley, Greenhorn, okay. Green something, River maybe. But um, man, I remember the trip, but. Wasn't there a, a particularly humorous event around a certain part of the land where you were going to sleep? Oh, man. I, you're going to have to tell it for me, <laughs> right. I guess I must have been so exciting that I well, you can my memory. Yeah, pick up the story if you start remembering it better than I, because I, w I wasn't there. But it was something like you were trying to find a nice, smooth spot to sleep on the rocks. And you had found a spot and then you went away to do something. And when you came back, there were a couple of women there. Is that ringing a bell uh, yet? They stole our spot. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> they, they, they stole your spot. And so your dad said, hey, did you guys see the snakes that were crawling around here recently? <laughs> <laughs> and they got up and left. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, that, my dad, he was a trickster sometimes. <laughs> it sounds just like him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can hear him chuckling right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, jeez, sure. no. I man, I should remember that, shouldn't I? You it's would terrible. Think. It's like it's like my kids ask me, "Well, dad, how was it when you went to the the Michigan Ohio State football game, you know, when that guy was playing, you know, and that quarterback did this?" And I go, <laughs> Ooh, I was there, but, you know, even though I never drank alcohol, I still don't remember. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing. Even the memories of, like, when our, our kids are young and they said, oh, we did this and that. And I kind of like nodding and say, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually twice as big as what it really was. Right. Oh man! So did you did you keep up with many worldly events? Uh, I know you religiously you religiously listen to the podcast, from what I understand. But is there anything you need yeah, a ref anything you need a refresher on before we be a little misunderstanding there? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we for the first two weeks we did pretty good, and I tried to literally like not look at my phone and wow. Um, not answer emails, not go to any news app and try to really, cause I just figured if it was really important, somebody would call us. That's you know? true. So did that, so, did that become easier and easier or harder and harder? No, it was, uh, it was a little hard at first, uh, but then it was, it was actually, you definitely felt better and better just mentally, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, trying to get that freeing sense. And I, I noticed the last two weeks when I kind of got back into it a little bit more, like I was going to assimilate back into society. Um, so I wanted to kind of get re-caught up. I didn't really like it. I, mm. I wish I could have kept not doing it, you know. But Interesting. I think we kind of feel as citizens of this great country that we have a certain responsibility to keep abreast of the times as one famous lady said yeah but i think i think we could definitely be more discerning in the content that we do um, consume so i've tried to work on that a little bit not real successful yet but it's definitely going to be on my uh new year's resolution list ah well that's a topic for later well g-man do you want to catch him up on our alma maters just in a nutshell all the craziness well, the the biggest craziness was that uh, there was a survey given to junior high students, which, as I said two or three times, are the age of 12 to 15, uh, by the Department Michigan Department of Education. They gave them a survey with 148 very personal questions for kids that age to answer, and... Uh, I had several that I highlighted. I won't bore the people with with some of them, but just to give you an idea, um, one of them was, have you ever used any form of cocaine, including power, powder, crack, or freebase? Have you ever used methamphetamines, also called speed, crystal, crack, or ice? This is, this is to, to the kids in junior high in our alma mater's school system. Well, and of course it was without the parents' knowledge, right? It was without the parents' knowledge. And the reason 
I was able to get a hold of this was because Stacy Eastwood works with a lady whose kid goes to our alma mater in junior high and showed her the questions that they were asked. There are 148 questions like that. And was it ever published in the newspaper? Or did somebody no, finally get a no, hold this of it? No, this is all on the down and out, you know? So Wow. Uh, and how, when did this take place? What was that? A month, uh, month ago, maybe? Yeah, maybe a month ago. Yeah. Wow. It, it, so it had just happened. It had just happened. Wow. Uh, the the woman in the uh, that I'm talking about is going to put her kid next year in private school. She's done with this school system. So is anybody writing letters now or contacting anybody? Uh, I don't know if they are or not. I don't know how how many people know about this test. Yeah. Are you telling everybody you know so that there's a big uproar? Anybody on this podcast that can hear it <laughs> and anybody that talks about it. I'm going to give you one more, and I'm not going to go past that, but this is kind of fun. During the past 30 days, 12 to 15-year-olds, on how many days did you sniff glue or breathe the contents of spray cans or inhale any paints or sprays to get high? That was one of the questions. Oh, you know, I haven't done that lately. Maybe I should go do it now. No, you did it on that camp retreat you had, I'm sure. <laughs> That's the only thing that could get you to climb 30-degree 30, 30 vertical rocks. Oh, my God. But you're older. You're older, and you can decide for yourself. These um, are kids. These are kids. Well, next year they'll probably do third through fifth graders. <laughs> well, they may give the test, yeah, to elementary kids. Wow. Yeah, we were just trying to think back, and again, we won't completely re-explore the topic, but when you were in sixth grade, CC, can you even imagine your reaction, let alone your parents' reaction, to, be, to being given this test? Would you assume it was a joke and just write down fake answers? Or, I mean, I can't even imagine looking at it. I remember in fifth grade seeing a movie about they didn't really say it but it was about babies and they showed a lady nursing a baby and you couldn't really see anything yeah but you could kind of imagine it and everybody started laughing and they laughed so loud that the teacher turned the film off was it boys and girls that laughed yeah i well i think so probably yeah mainly boys but the teacher now if you you're gonna have to stop laughing if you want to see the rest of this of course everybody shut up as quick as they could and they, <laughs> they played the rest of it but you know and you know there was a little and also in fifth grade there was some kind of drug and education class but, you know, I think they just talked about it, but I actually didn't go to it. I got to go to a second gym class, which was a good deal for me. I don't know. Let's think back. How many kids do you know in sixth through eighth grade when you were in school did that? What would have been the answers if they did ask us? That's what we were talking about. Oh, okay. I mean... I, I imagine a few kids back then maybe smoked cigarettes like once in a great while. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they drank once in a while. 
Well, Smoking cigarettes remember. was the biggest. Tab. Yeah, there was. Remember, there was fag forest. Yeah, that's true. And Jeez, so, how'd you know that? <laughs> he was pretty quick on the draw too. Yeah, uh, but um, you know, we call them gays today, by the way, <laughs> not fags. And if they had to go in the forest to do what they were doing, let them do it because that's what everyone wants them to do nowadays. Just let them be themselves. Don't, well, don't harm them. Don't try to shame them by giving them another name. That's what you're talking about, isn't it? Actually, a cigarette was called a fag back in those days. <laughs> in case you didn't My bad. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so. No, that was basically unheard of. People can replay those podcasts to hear some of those other questions, but I I didn't know yeah. whether to laugh or cry when I was listening to them. But how about you heard about the uh, the new nicknames, the new mascot? I did see the article in the paper with the ten amazing amazing choices. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, I am stuck on otter or owl. I just can't decide. They both suck. <laughs> But they probably will be an O because it's uh, uh, and with an O, yeah. You know, so um, you could add pheasant or gopher, you know. Oh, yep, all or indigenous. Buckeye. <laughs> Buckeye's a nut. It's not an animal. Okay? <laughs> Everybody knows that. Yeah, and it couldn't. It couldn't have many more of an apropos name. Uh. <laughs> I have, a, I have a quick sidebar. Okay, so anyway, I'm I'm up in this resort area of that state. I happen to go up and, and, you know, just be up there at this particular time. And this older gentleman comes up to me, and he says, well, what's all this stuff about these Wolverines and and hating the Spartans and this and that? I said, oh, I said, that's that's two universities in this state that absolutely hate each other's guts. And he goes, I, I says, I don't understand that. And it turns out we're having a little discussion about Wolverines and Spartans. It turns out uh, he was one of the classics four. Do you Ooh. remember them? Stormy, Ooh. the movie. They're the 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 song Stormy. They, those, you know, look it up. All right. Do you know <laughs> CC? Does that ring a bell? I do. I must admit, I don't. Is that a? I remember the Four Horsemen. But we're not no, you don't, because you weren't alive then. But you were when the classics four were. <laughs> Is it a music something? Yeah, it's it's a it was a '60s group. Wow, they had like five hits. I can't remember all of them, but yeah, you probably have one of their singles on vinyl still, don't you? I probably have their album. Oh, even better. Yeah. Wow. So did you get look them up? Spook- oh, spooky and stormy. Spooky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. But he, yeah, he was real concerned about the fact that these people couldn't get along. And I said, God, you're a leftist? You know, you can't take that? You know, just a little <laughs> back and forth rivalry with schools? Get out of my face. And then he told me that, and then I was interested again. Okay. And we talked about his group. So That's cool. Anyway, cool. I really digress. Yes. Go ahead. We, we all know as the schools come together, they all come together in love and kindness and forgiveness. It's just a healthy type of you know, yeah hatred. well I, I was talking about <laughs> those two schools though 
that yeah. doesn't ever happen. But go ahead. <laughs> you wonder, I do wonder schools that have rivalries like that, whether it's in the Big Ten or anywhere else, once, because it often happens, obviously, teammates get into the pros, and you wonder if there's any lingering, maybe in the first, you know, the rookie year, but after three, four, five years, if it all just sort of goes away and they don't even consider it anymore. Do you know what melts the hate? Money or yep. winning. Bingo. Yeah. Money. Money's what melts it. The only thing that would make them hate each other is if one got more than the other did. And this is something I've I've had on my CC list for, I think, since the first week you left. Could you give everyone out there sort of an economics 101 class on inflation and why, thankfully, this Build Back Better thing flopped, but why pumping billions and trillions of dollars into the economy is not a good thing? Ever since they went to the fiat dollar, and for those that don't know what fiat means, the simplistic way to look at it is, back in the day, they used to tie the value of a dollar, U.S. dollar, to an ounce of gold. So an ounce of gold was worth so many dollars. At a point in time, and I'm thinking it was... Richard Nixon in like 72 or 3, they decided to come off of the quote gold standard. And though like a good accountant, you are supposed to have debits and credits and you're supposed to balance your books at the end of the year, the federal government, for the most part, runs a deficit on many occasions, which then creates the federal debt. And that's what people forget is that the deficit is the yearly spending and then the debt is the total that keeps going over time. So when the federal government just decides to print more money and then they have to sell more bonds backed up by the good faith and credit of the United States government, all that does is throw more dollars into the system and therefore it devalues the money. So it would just be like if somebody all of a sudden had a, found a gold mine with 10 million tro troy ounces of gold, the price of gold would possibly go down, right? So if you throw 10 trillion more dollars into it, the value of the dollar is going to go down. So therefore, prices have to go up because it's not worth as much anymore. So people need to, they got to pay more for everything. So with the Build Back Better program, that's basically what they were going to do. They really weren't going to, they tried to use smoke and mirrors to say they were going to pay for it, but they really weren't. And it was just going to be in a, a further inflationary situation. That's, that's my perspective on it, right or wrong. That's my perspective. But that is the, the economics, so to speak, of economics. You can't, you can't not have inflation when something like that happens, I, I don't think, can you? No, it's virtually impossible to, to just pay for something by printing money. You know, if you could, while you were building a new road, if you could find a gold mine in the road that you were building, and therefore you've added new value to the U.S. government, or you decided to find a new oil well, or you maybe developed a new way of doing something that became higher productivity. You know, I mean, there's all these possibilities, but 
the bottom line is the government is just paying people to do this. So if anybody discovered any of that, they'd probably keep it and they wouldn't give it to the government. So I can't really imagine a, a way that it's possible because you can't tax enough people enough money to actually pay for it. G-Man, anything to add to that? I'm uh, bummed. You're bummed? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a drag. <laughs> a drag on the economy. Yeah. Everything the government does is a tax on the people. Every single thing they do, we pay for. So when they have their quote-unquote stimulus things going on, uh, normally and usually it's money spent within the government for itself, as in infrastructure and things like that. That's government spending for itself. They don't give back to the private sector hardly ever at all for any reason, shape, or form. Well, we can only hope that didn't uh, you get any of that didn't you get any of that free daycare that they gave away or that free health care that they gave away? You didn't get any of that? Daycare and health care? <laughs> you know, when your when your young one was a youngin, you know? Uh, no, I got none of that when my youngin was a youngin, believe me. <laughs> I, I paid for every cent of it. And I also paid for all of uh, my young one's college education. I'd like all that money back, too. Well, dang it. You should have had her take out a loan. That's what I said. <laughs> so my Lamborghini is parked up in that university. <laughs> oh, it's... I mean, how many out of 100 normal Americans, how many people do you think really believe that health, free health care or free fill-in-the-blank... How many people do you think really think that that's free? 75 million. Out of 100 million? Out of 350 million. Oh, all right. I think they're all in New York City, too. <laughs> For in now. In California. Yeah, leaving, California. leaving quickly. Yes, exactly. You heard that U-Haul named um, Governor Gruesome the Employee of the Year because he brought him so much business? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah i think it's true i think they they had some sort of a something like that but it is it, i guess the the best humor always has an element of truth in it how about exactly. speaking of of one out of a hundred i'll take an I'll, I'll take another quick poll out of a hundred regular americans how many people do you think will go along with fauci's recommendations that you leave unvaxxed people out of your holiday gatherings did, I assume you heard him say that. I did. 80. Whoa. Wow. No, what no. do you think, Cece? No. 20. Oh, just 20, the opposite. 20%. 80-20. People aren't that stupid in private. They're only that stupid in public <laughs> when they're around other people. I meant 80 people. Oh, <laughs> oh, out of the whole country? Yes. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> uh, Nobody's going to follow that rule. A fine comeback. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Whew, you had me worried there yeah. momentarily. Come on. I don't even know how he can get up. He must not have any mirrors in his house because he could never look at himself in the mirror every morning and do what he does, just like so many of those other people. 
God, I'm glad you clarified that. I thought you were shaming him for being ugly. <laughs> oh, I mean, if he was Pinocchio, he'd have to stand 30 feet away from his mirror. <laughs> the guy's the guy's useless now. I don't know why anyone would listen to him. Yeah. It's a joke. Somebody, somebody, I didn't read the article, but I just saw it like today or yesterday. Apparently... Somebody, one of his, one of Trump's administrators or whatever's, they were asked why Trump never fired Fauci. Mm-hmm. I figured it was clickbait, so I didn't want to click on it and have to go through fifty web pages before I find the answer out. But um, that that was definitely a topic on the top of my mind. Yeah, why he didn't fire him? Yeah, from what position? I don't know what. I know he's the whatever, whatever, but. He has some other position that he holds that I, I don't know how much control the president has over that position. I guess he could have said, get out of the camera's lens. Yeah, I mean, he definitely and, could have not had him as part of that team. There's no doubt about that. But I just think maybe, I I think at some point, maybe they just thought people were going to see the, the farsity of it all. Is that a word? I think so. It's taken a lot longer than... Uh, most people thought i know there's been some discussions about how long i guess a on on the one hand how long people have fallen for this and b that they've fallen as hard as they have and it's just like they willingly got into the quicksand and now they almost don't want to get out because somehow it's safer in there i don't know how one one of the most harmful things about the fake demic was that it allowed the government to control the actions and thoughts of the American people. It was 100,000% brainwashing. And the only brainwashing that needs to be done is on the left side, and their brains need to be washed of this garbage that they've been giving us for two years. It's insanity. It is. Yeah. Oh, I will tell you, interesting, fun fact to know, we talked to somebody in southwest Utah because St. George holds some uh, different type of, uh, not Olympics, but, you know, some athletic events there. And one of them also is they have a very famous rodeo there. And I believe it was the summer or the fall of 2019 they had a huge problem and all the hospitals were full there with people that weren't feeling well and nobody knew what it was and nobody knew how to fix it. Hmm. So we're talking three to six months before January of 2020. So it's pretty interesting. And all those people there knew it. But that is that, to my knowledge, is the first I've heard, and this was from somebody who witnessed it right there on the ground. So it was, uh, and of course, everybody there just kept riding and roping and you know doing everything, no matter how. I mean, some of them were in the hospital, but they'd come out and go back, come out and go back. But it was pretty crazy, pretty crazy. So that doesn't yeah. make any sense, though, because. Chinese people don't ride bulls. I don't get it. Candace Owens interviewed Trump. I mean, probably it happened a couple of weeks ago, but it was just on her show the other night. And one thing she asked is, what 
in his opinion, what was his biggest regret or biggest mistake of his time as president? And if you haven't seen it, what do you think he would answer to that question? Running. Running in the first place? Yeah. Ooh. CC? Oh, man, that's just too wide open of a... There's too many many fun things you could say. Yeah. um, Keep in mind, he he does uh, not have a small he does not have a small ego, yeah. so he he probably couldn't come up with a big long list. Right, you probably didn't get a chance to guess, did you? What he was going to say? No, I I, <laughs> I didn't. But it it, too it, fast. It was basically that some of the people he trusted and appointed, like Fauci and others, he didn't name any names, but he said. His biggest regret was the people that he hired that just let him down and he had to get rid of eventually. But just like, I mean, like the CEO of a company or anyone, it's really, you're no better than the people you hire. And when they turn out to be snakes, it's whether it's government or business, it kind of all ends up the same. Yeah. Interesting. So people he thought he trusted and who he thought would do a good job didn't so was he a bad judge of character or did people turn into somebody different once they got that power yeah that's a great question or yeah or did they i mean it could be that it could be bad advice it could be a number of things g-man you i know uh weren't a big fan of everyone that he had worked for him when you jump in Basically, he jumped out of the frying pan into the fire because he wasn't a politician. And when you're not in that group of people and you don't grow up in that cesspool, you don't know how things work and you don't know how to trust and distrust people. He was an honest American that was trying to make America better. And he went into something that was all for themselves. And I think that was really, the, the, actually, to tell you the truth, that's what I was going to say, was, was that he just couldn't trust anybody yeah. when, when, when he was in there. And he's not a politician. He's, he's a guy that gets things done pretty much the American way, you know. He was probably used to trusting people at their word that they would do what they said they were going to do. Exactly. And he probably found out that, no matter how well you know somebody on the outside, if the person has been in that system for so long that they perceive they can only do things a certain way, in business you would never do it that way, but to get it done there, they thought they had to do it that way, and it sucks. And they may have even thought that he would understand that they had to do it that way, but he... I would say for the most part, couldn't bring himself down to that level, which leads me to believe that if he chooses to run again, and if the system is not, shall we say, rigged, to use a short word, you can imagine how he would just hit the ground running. Oh, yeah. Very fast, because there's a lot of stuff to fix. Yep. I, I would I would like to see so, something like, uh, f- for a football analogy, I'd like to have a blocker in front of him, somebody like a Ted Nugent or even his own son that would that would be there. And but but of course, like you say, um, you're not talking about Ted Cruz, are you? No, no. Ted Nugent. (laughs) The real Ted Nugent. 
the Nuge. Yeah. The, Nuge. the Motor City Madman. That's the guy I'm talking about. Somebody like that. Is he the bow and arrow take... guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He doesn't take crap from anybody, and he's as knowledgeable as any politician out there with what's going on. Uh, I'd like to see either him or his son, not Nugent's, but Trump's son. <laughs> Up there with him, and uh, or his but, his daughter too. She's she's yeah, really really yeah. smart. Absolutely. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard Nugent on the radio the other day. He was talking to someone about some like a kid. It wasn't just for kids, but it was like a retreat where underprivileged kids would come and learn to hunt and fish and stuff. And he said it's just remarkable how you get even the you know the lowest, dirtiest, doggiest inner city kid out there and the light comes on in their eyes and they just fall in love with it and you know black white rich poor hispanic whatever absolutely no difference at all and that was it was really cool to hear him talk about that he does good stuff he does i think a g man i think you should go volunteer and be an instructor at that camp (laughs) oh wow i don't know maybe because you, you can talk to him and see. Yeah, you, fit, don't you, you? you don't you don't hunt, but you fish, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep, yeah. I don't I don't hunt, but um, definitely fish, and yeah, that would be fun. I'd like to, I'd like to work with inner city kids and yeah, think of all know, the good all those kind of kids with, with you stuff can impart like that. on yeah. them, man. They'd go back in there. You'd have little G man in all these cities. Easy now, easy now. Come on, <laughs> it's like you know, I mean, and stuff, so. in the right way. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I knew you meant that. We've uh, had an expanded time, actually, since CeCe's been gone, so this is no longer considered a long podcast. But just so we don't overstay our welcome, tell me your, A, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions, and B, what is your biggest and boldest prediction for 2022? And again, this is no scripted. Uh, they have not heard this question, so they're thinking right off the top of their Mensa heads. Biden will not make it through the next year, and resolutions are for the birds. Okay. I think Science. that, I think that, uh, what do you call them, goals or dreams or resolutions? I think they're best done throughout the year rather than at one particular time. So I, the concept, I think, is right, but I think it needs to be done way more often than once a year. Second of all, um, I think that the uh, the red team is going to clean up in November, and the course will turn, and it will obviously turn for the better. Uh, if nothing else, it'll be a stalemate until the end of this uh, current presidency, whenever that is, whether it's through, as the G-man says, not making it through this year, uh, for most likely medical reasons, um, or the, who knows, he could be recalled because he's doing such a big bad job, and they may, his own may recall him. You know, um, and and if they do that before the elections and before there's a chance to do something, maybe they'll do that. Who knows? They they could even impeach him. That would be a fun uh, thing to watch. That would just be classic, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh yeah. When has I'd have a party. Think of the irony though of the Republicans wanting him to stay in office so Harris doesn't become president. 
I mean, who they, they can impeach them both? Can they? I guess they could yeah. impeach them like Bing Bing, one right after yeah. the other. Yeah, it, yeah, it'd be definitely bittersweet. So, but then I guess Nancy Pelosi would be next. So they'd have but, to make uh, it a three tic tac toe. Schumer, oh my God, you got to go. Going to become a Canadian, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it promised it to be an excellent. How about you? How about you, Mo? Yeah, yeah. How about you? Yeah. I guess a prediction and a hope are two different things. My hope would be that Fauci goes to jail, but my prediction would be that something will break the COVID camel's back, and within a matter of two weeks after it does, people will wake up and they'll have a giant mask burning party. I'll say. Uh, <laughs> I'll say April Fool's Day will be a giant mask burning party. That's my prediction. Nice. Ooh, that's apropos. Yeah. Nice. And how about yeah. how about your resolutions? What's your thought? I think I'm with you, CC, that you should always be setting goals and whether that is a resolution or in, in what form, but to wait and do a big thing once a year is just setting yourself up for failure and or disappointment. Because as, I mean, we all know, that's when all the diets and the exercise equipment and all that stuff, I think they do 80% of their sales between Christmas and the end of January, I think. And I must say in, in uh, almost closing, G-Man, you'll be happy to know that someone who was almost going to be a guest on the podcast tonight is over there reading a certain book by a certain rising author. Really? Yes. Is she smiling? Uh, she's smiling. She's more smirking, which I think fits the tone of the book pretty Perfect. well. It worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Any words to go out of uh, 2021 from either of fine gentlemen? We made it. We made it. We will prevail. We will be stronger than ever. Let's go get them, team. All right. That's what I meant. And... I don't think we planned it like this, but this is our 26th episode, I believe, which is means we've been doing this for half a year. So congratulations for you two guys who had the seed of the idea and uh, more and better stuff to come next year. And congratulations to you for putting all this mess together so people can uh, can decipher it when we're all done. That's right. Send uh, email, email or Venmo Mo with any Christmas presents. Uh, that would be the first, uh, no, that'd be the second email we got. I'll go check the account as soon as this podcast goes off. <laughs> what is the email one more time? Let's give it out. Yeah, the right angle, GCM, which is gmancmo at gmail.com. And I'll always put it in the description. Leave us those five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Send us to the top of the charts where we belong. And let's turn our hundreds into thousands and thousands into ten thousands. All right. Here we go. Very good. We will talk to you in 2022 on the right angle. <laughs>